When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Athletic. Hi Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up at Anfield after Liverpool's 2-0 victory over Everton here today. Coming up, we'll bring you the best of the post-match reaction from Anfield, the best bits of Jurgen Klopp's press conference, and my colleague Andy Jones will also drop in to give his take on Liverpool's latest Merseyside derby triumph. Liverpool clear, off goes Darwin Nunez, and we know he's quick, and he's got Mo Salah up there with him, and he plays it to Mo Salah! Who clinches the Merseyside derby for Liverpool? So it's all over here at Anfield. Liverpool's dominance in this fixture continues. That's just one defeat now in the last 29 derbies in all competitions. And Everton still haven't won across Stanley Park this century in front of supporters. Liverpool had to fight for it. Certainly wasn't a classic. I don't think we'll be talking about this one in years to come. But Jurgen Klopp and his players won't care about that. They, uh, they dug deep. They showed a lot of character, I thought, with you know, not easy be in that 12.30 slot straight after the international break. We've seen that so many times previously. You know, it doesn't lend itself to free-flowing, fluent football. Um, preparation is, is never ideal. Um, but Liverpool were always the dominant force. You know, they, you know, right from the start, they were, they were camped in, in Everton's half. They, they were the team showing the ambition. Everton sitting deep and just trying to frustrate them. Um, and, yeah, Liverpool just, you know, it took them time to make that possession and territory counts. I think you know the probably the annoyance for Jurgen Klopp in that first half was was the fact they wasted some some brilliant openings on the counter attack. It was it was really what that final ball was was lacking. You know the cross from Trent across goal that, that just needed that final touch. Um, you know, and you, you know, I think the only shot on target Liverpool had in the first half was Alexis McAllister from distance. So they just needed to stay calm. That was always going to be key in the second half, not not to get too annoyed at the fact they didn't have anything to show for for being in control. It took them a long time to make that numerical advantage count. Of course, Ashley Young getting sent off shortly before half-time. He could certainly have no complaints. Ashley Young, a second yellow, both fouls on Luis Diaz, both nailed on yellows in in my opinion. And you know, it didn't, didn't really change anything in terms of the flow of the game because Liverpool were already camped at Everton's half and second half you know I'm sure the message from Klopp and Pep Linders at half time was just to be patient just to, to not try and you know be trying to trying to force it too much because that's always the danger when you're, you're playing against 10 men that you, you 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 go away from the game plan and try too hard and certainly the pressure was cranked up and I think you've got to give Klopp a fair bit of credit for the substitutions today. I think um, Darwin Nunes and, and Harvey Elliott, you know, both of those really imposed themselves on the game and and gave Liverpool, you know, a real a real kind of thrust when they needed it, having replaced Costa Simicas and uh, and Ryan Gravenberch and and yeah, I'd, I'd say there was also a, a bit of good fortune attached to the victory today because you know Sean Dyche in his press conference was 
you know, very angry about the fact that uh, that Ibrahima Kanate didn't get a second yellow for a foul on Beto and. Uh, you know, Jurgen Klopp held his hands up and said, "You know, I can certainly understand where Deitch is coming from because, um, you know, I think many many other referees in the same situation would have would have sent Kanate off for a second yellow, and you know, certainly Klopp did the sensible thing by subbing Kanate off just after that and bringing Joel Matip on for the closing stages. I think what I would say is, when you think of some of the decisions that have gone against Liverpool so far this season." Um, you know, I'm sure there's probably a few wry smiles in that dressing room, thinking we deserved that after you know what had what happened at, down at Tottenham a few weeks ago. So uh, the pressure finally paid off. Of course, 15 minutes to go when when Diaz's cross struck uh, Michael Keane on the hand, uh, Mo Salah holding his nerve to score from the penalty spot. Those in red are hoping that Mo Salah can score from the spot. Those in blue are rooting for Jordan Pickford. Salah scores! Critical! And Salah killing Everton off deep into stoppage time. Uh, Darwin Nunes keeping up this remarkable streak he's on. That's eight assists for Liverpool now for Darwin Nunes and all of of them have been for Mo Salah. Nunes did really well delaying the pass and playing it at just the right moment. Perfectly weighted for Salah to stick that first time finish beyond Jordan Pickford. So, um... So yeah, not a not not a not a beautiful game of football. Not the not one that I don't think um, will live long in the memory banks. But that just doesn't matter, does it? On Derby Day, it's all about getting the job done. It's all about winning, and especially you know after the dropping points at Tottenham in in controversial circumstances, and then you know failing to to beat Brighton before the break. Really important to get back to winning ways. Liverpool briefly top of the Premier League table. That didn't last long, but. They'll certainly savour this one as the focus turns to the Europa League on, on Thursday night with the visit at Toulouse. See the relief and the emotion there from, from Jurgen Klopp there. He's, he seems like he's back. Well, you could see what that derby triumph meant to Jurgen Klopp today. Usually after a big win, we get the fist pumps in front of the cop. We had... We had Klopp fist pumps in front of the Sakane Dog Leaf stand, the cop and the main stand after the final whistle as he really savoured that derby triumph. And in his press conference, he was asked to give his assessment of what was a really hard-fought victory. Difficult game. Even before the first whistle, it's always, it's like, uh, I didn't know 100% how we will be ready for that. When we had the finishing before in the warming up, Dom told me I actually never played a derby before. What do you mean? You know, Salzburg doesn't have a derby, Leipzig doesn't have a derby, Hungary has maybe a derby, but the countries who would be a derby we never played since I play international football. But okay, good. Um, so, no problem. You give always 100%, so you are ready for the game. Um, and so you don't know exactly how it is. And then I thought, I like what I saw. Besides that we should have finished situations off better. I think we had, that didn't even become chances, but were super situations where we had 4v1, 4v2 counter-attacks and um, with the quality we have, we have to play a better last pass. That didn't happen, so nil-nil, red card, changed the game again. Everton was not that deep a block before that, but after that they were obviously a really deep block. Uh, we had to get used to that, that took a little bit too long for my taste, but um, what was really important today that we didn't get frustrated in the second half with the fact that we didn't score already. Um, 
And I thought we did that really well. I, I saw that we were ready just to play to the final whistle, um, try it, um, and then we scored the, the, goal, the first goal, uh, the penalty, really well done by Lucho, um, crossing the ball. Um, in that moment, one v two situation, I think, and then still having the still can cross the ball. Yeah, and then late two nil game finished. Well, Klopp was also asked in his press conference about Everton's complaints over Canate not being shown a second yellow for that foul on Beto. To be one hundred percent, I didn't see. I, I didn't see it back at, I, I, and I was not sure. I saw it one hundred percent. I think I was somewhere else in that moment. But then when he's going down and Ibu, I knew he had a yellow card, so I knew that could be now tricky. Uh, then he didn't get the, the second yellow and then I thought, OK, we don't give it a chance and take him off. Um, I understand, I can imagine, um, the frustration of Everton or, or, and Sean, Sean in this moment, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, but that would have been was it nil-nil still, or was it one-nil, or was it nil-nil still? Yeah. But 10 v 10 I thought we were the better side. We, we, I, I would be a one, I don't know, we will never find out. Um, but it's not that I would have thought, OK, now we cannot, we, we have no chance to win the game anymore, 100% not. Would have been interesting. Would have Everton changed anything or not, we, we don't know. Um, would, have, would have been a bit more offensive or not. Um, so that's all hypothetical, obviously. So. 2-0 and we deserve the three points. That's, I think, there's no doubt. Football is bigger and more complicated than ever before. Just ask VAR. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. So the Daily Football Briefing is here to help, whether it's the World Cup. It's a kind of face-saving, everyone's happy, no one's a loser. Lionel Messi. As they say, he completed football or Manchester United. I mean, the performances all season have been questionable. That are making you quizzical. The Daily Football Briefing has all the answers you need for every football story that matters, and it does exactly what the name suggests. It's daily, it's brief, and it's all about football. The Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool pod. The conversation then turned to the importance of getting back to winning ways after those drop points against Tottenham and against Brighton and being able to savour, if only briefly, being top of the Premier League table. I like to respond on things, but you need to have a reason to respond. And it should be, you should be able to remember the thing you have to respond to. And two weeks since Brighton, players were everywhere in the world. That makes no sense. So that I'm, I'm not happy to, 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 to that we are back on track or whatever. I'm happy we won the game. Um, no, that's 
yeah, and 20 points. That's what we wanted, and that's what we have now. So that's that's absolutely great. Uh, now Thursday, different competition, super important as well. Another home game, fantastic. Um, and there, from there we go. That's that's the situation. And um, how is that? Where the boys literally are coming from? I'm really I'm really happy with the performance. Really, I liked it, and I think I didn't hear anything different. We came all through without. Uh, any kind of nickels, super important, and um, so all good. And finally, Klopp was also asked about Mohamed Salah. It certainly wasn't Mo Salah at his brilliant best today. I think there were certainly a lot of times when when things didn't come off for him. But you know what? What a lethal match winner he still is to keep his cool from the penalty spot, and then again late on to to seal that victory. Some of the stats are just incredible. Mo Salah's now scored or assisted in 15 consecutive Premier League matches. He's the first Liverpool player to score Anfield in each of the opening five games of a league season since Peter Beardsley in 1990-91. And he's now got 105 goals for Liverpool at home. That takes him past Kenny Dalglish and Steven Gerrard into sixth place on the club's all-time Anfield scorers list. Only Fowler, Little, Hodgson, Hunt and Rush have scored more for the club at Anfield. And that today was his 200th league goal as well. He's gone past in terms of in his career. So here is Jurgen Klopp on the brilliance of Mohamed Salah. Look, what I love most about Moise, of course, maybe most I love the numbers, but um, what I love the most is that I think Mo Salah played for us an, an incredible amount of fantastic games. Today it was not his best game. But being then that clean legal and the penalty and that being staying in the situation, that's probably his biggest quality. And I love that because you need somebody who brings the ball over the line. Uh, and he was that again. And um, I couldn't respect that fact more. Um, and that's absolutely outstanding. The numbers are crazy. Uh, he will never stop. He will never stop. That's, that's his nature. And that's really cool for us. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. All right, Reds, Andy here, fresh off uh, another Merseyside derby victory for Liverpool. Uh, not the most comfortable, I think it's fair to say, but got there in the end and that's that's the main thing in derbies. It doesn't really matter how you win them, it's the fact that you do win them. And I think it's fair to say Liverpool were the better team and overall deserved it. It was nice for the refereeing decisions to go in, in Liverpool's favour today. You know, Ashley Young rightly getting a second booking and then obviously the, the VAR handball penalty which which ended up being the, the breakthrough for Liverpool uh, did have a, a few nerves uh, when Mo Salah stepped up given it was a, a difficult afternoon for him I think it's fair to say and Liverpool you know from that point it was pretty pretty certain they were going to pick up the, the three points Everton you know defensively solid as you would expect from a Sean Dice side and I've seen it very you know many times um, with his Burnley sides and the way he sets up and you know the that game plan I think Going down to 10 men almost helped it in and it gave them a bit of clarity. They were, they were able to sit in the shape. They initially were dropped Garner back into the right back and, and Decore dropped in and sort of a 4-4-1. Four, four, and then after half time, went to a back five and you knew it was going to be difficult. But I think what was really interesting in the second half was was, was Klopp's willingness to, to go for the jugular, really. He, you know, brings off Costas Simicus, puts Luis Diaz effectively left back, moves Jotter over, Nunes up front and... Um, you know there was a and, and brings Harvey Elliott on as well. So you know you you just upped that creativity even more. And it was Lewis Diaz began to to sort of find those spaces and get down the the left and and you know it results in what may have been a penalty just before and when he's when he's fouled well 
far tackled, uh, evidently. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a, a fair enough challenge. My view in the ground couldn't really see it that well, but I could definitely see the ball strike the arm um, not too long after. And I think it was uh, there was no way you could not give a penalty for that one. On the flip side, you know, Ibrahim Kanate can maybe count himself a little bit fortunate that he stayed on the pitch. It was a, at, at the time, at the, as soon as it happened, I thought it was only going to be one decision and that was, it was going to be a, a second yellow card. Seeing a few replays back very, very briefly, um, it does look quite soft. There's a, there is an arm there, but I think you can, you know, where is better in control of the ball? Is he, is he going to get it? Is, you know, Van Dijk's on the cover? So maybe got away with it and I think it's fair to say that Liverpool made sure that there wasn't going to be any more problems in that regard uh, by bringing him straight off and, and Joel Matip came on and I thought Joel Matip was really, really good and continued to, to prove and, and, and um, you know, that he's more than good enough to play for Liverpool and that, that renaissance that we've, we've sort of discussed. Um, I thought he was excellent and, and, and Elliot, who I mentioned earlier, came off the bench. Uh, again, superb, I thought it made a real difference. Got his foot on the ball, looked to play, you know, get Liverpool playing forward, and just a bit of, you know, injected a bit of speed and a bit of pace into the attack. And, and Nunes tried to do the same. Um, obviously, a little, little bit more difficult when you're the number nine, and you've got three big Everton lads trying to stop you. But I think, you know, overall, you, you have to be pleased. I'm, you know, I'm sure Everton will have their complaints, but Liverpool have, you know, certainly had their own complaints um, about refereeing this season, and it was nice to be on, on the right, that right side of things. And I think. Generally, I think the decisions that were made were, were the right ones. Even, I think even if Karate goes off and it goes down to 10-10, I think Liverpool are still going to dominate the game, uh, as they did for the entirety of it. Um, Everton sort of lacked threat throughout, as you sort of thought they, they would, and you know they were they were trying to wait for the moments and you know, the set pieces which we talked about in the the podcast during the week. Um, you know they were trying to create those situations but you know Liverpool handled them really well I thought Van Dijk was was imperious at the back to be honest I thought Karate generally you know wasn't wasn't his best and I think Van Dijk really really stepped up and kept Calvert-Lewin really really quiet won his battles won his headers and you know gave Liverpool a really solid foundation and and they were able to build on that and I think overall Liverpool's performance was was good until he got to the 25 yard 25 yards out from Everton's goal the attack wasn't quite free-flowing the, you know, decision makings passes a little bit behind people, and you know when you think about it, it didn't really, really challenge Jordan Pickford that much. Um, there was a couple, of, you know, they were you know re- reduced to a lot of long shots, but you know at the end of the day, two 0 It doesn't matter how you get a, a victory in the derby. And Mo Salah with two goals, not many better afternoons than a, a Merseyside derby victory. Well, that's all from me at Anfield. I'll be back with Tony and the rest of the team for Wednesday's Walk On podcast. Thanks for joining me and we'll catch you again soon. The Athletic.